Football, baby! Let's get ready to rumble. It's week 17. Championship weekend. Where are you at? If you're not at the championship, you're at home. You're on the bench. You are looking forward to next season. You're researching rookies for the draft. You're doing a whole bunch of things. But if you're in it, if you're in it, you're here to win it. Trav, how are you looking? How is championship week looking for you? We've got a jam-packed show, ready to talk some football, some fantasy. Let's win some trophies. It's going to be quite a stressful weekend, um, but that's a good thing. That means that you've made it far in a lot of places. Damn the right. trolls in general, the trolls is what we call our closest group of advisors made up of Dustin, Eric, Jacob Fabian, and Ben Imlay. Damn right. The trolls have assembled for a couple of years now, and there are a lot, a lot of rings to be had this week. Proud to say it, proud to be a part of that group. Proud to be a part of Losing Sucks, the end of our third season, just like that. 119 episodes, I believe. Something like that. Something, something dark side football. Yeah, it's it's exciting, man. Um, I unfortunately lost uh, a couple tight ones last week, but I am facing you in a championship. That is exciting. Finally, we face each other at the same time. Um, that's going to, yeah, because when we normally face each other, it's not at the same time. <laughs> I mean, in the in the playoffs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. It's got me thinking. I I just want to take a quick minute to to tilt a little bit. Um, but also just to kind of um. I don't know. I, I want to go on a, a little bit of a diatribe about the fantasy playoffs because I okay. feel like I this isn't like a I had a I have a dream speech, but I feel like the the playoffs can do better. I feel like we feel as a fantasy way. community can do better than just hey, my guys happen to to play better this week than yours. You know, there's got to be a better, a more equitable way. You know, there's got to be a way that. Look, if my guys have been killing it all season, okay? Yes. One bad week, and then you're gone. I don't know. I feel like something... It's an easy fix. It's yeah. an easy fix. Playoffs should be... At least the final four, I think, should be mm-hmm. two weeks each round. I agree. I agree. Shorten the regular season. Give the teams that are really sure. good after 12 or 13 weeks a two-week playoff. Semifinal yeah. and final. I'm, I'm, you know, we do it really well in a, in a league that I've been in for a while is that you get to the playoffs, playoffs start after week 15 and everybody who's made the playoffs is in, you are in, you are in these, this, uh, you know, uh, not head to head. It's just whoever scores the most points over these last four weeks, you win. Yeah. You, you win the the championship. Um, it feels too fickle the way it is right now. Yeah. It's, it's. You could have the best team. What and you know what? Just before I go on a huge diatribe, we take up the whole show talking about this. My big thing is that okay, I'll have a, a down week. You know, one guy goes off, beats me, and then the rest of the playoffs, I will outscore everybody. You yeah. know, so it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, a little bit of a. Um, it, it's you know? not. It's not right. It doesn't feel no. right 
We it should feels, push for yeah. that. We should talk about it all off season. Ch- um, look, we, we Bob went from Fred makes his first PR. his first live appearance. Welcome, Bob. Yeah, I, I see that little X on your name. I'm glad to see the uh, X comments coming through now. Bob is in many of our leagues. A great league yes. member. If you're in a league with Bob, you are lucky. And for sure. he makes a good point. Yeah, the top four should make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. And people are going to be like, you know, the the get off my lawn. People are going to be like, don't change it, don't change it. It's the way I'm, it's I'm one of those been. guys. Standard versus PPR. I don't like to change it, but it doesn't make logical sense. PPR does not make logical sense. Four sure, teams making that. the playoffs and having the incentive and letting them have the reward of a two week playoff per round yeah. makes logical sense. Maybe we do a league yeah. like that next year. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards getting into more leagues where I'm just commissioning cool leagues. Um, I think that's more fun for me sometimes. I'm tired of getting my ass kicked at the end of the year. <laughs> but um, look, before we... Uh, wait, you're not to... saying take away the head-to-head. Eric is, is no. wanting to clarify. Oh, wait, are you like at the end of the playoffs? I think playoffs should still be head-to-head. Even the regular season should be head-to-head. That's I'm for either. Fun. I'm for either making head-to-head matchups two weeks, give you more time, or yeah. I'm all for making the playoffs like it is in my my, my bigger league where it's... If you make the playoffs, you're in the playoffs, and then for those four weeks or whatever, then you it just have to best score. Ball? Yeah, that's not best ball because you still have to, you still have to set a lineup. You're still invested, okay. but okay. you just have to score more than everyone else. Like that's the whole thing of fantasy. If you have a great team and they just don't perform, I think that makes then, a lot of sense too. You yeah, remove so, the head to head a little bit. You're right. essentially going head to head with three other people. Right. Exactly. Each week. All right. So the theme of the second half of the NFL season to me has been backups and replacements and survival mode in fantasy. Damn right. Nick Mullins, Josh Dobbs, Jake Browning, Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon. And the list goes on and on and on and on. Literally feels like there's 30 guys that we would never thought would touch the football this year are starting games. Yeah. You get a lot of injuries. So that has been a theme and it's been a little bit frustrating to say the least, but I do think this, Dustin, I think in week 17, when everything is on the line, the biggest names at quarterback that are healthy will show up and have the biggest games of the week. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Lamar, Stroud coming back, Brock Purdy bouncing back, Mahomes bouncing back, Justin Fields keeping it going. These names are going to be the names that win. Yeah, there's a lot of great matchups out there. And you know, it just so happens that our big marquee guys have great matchups in this championship. If you have made it here and yeah. you, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you've made it here and it's not necessarily because of Brock Purdy or because Jalen Hurts has been having a good game or whatever, you have this chance at redemption, you know? It's um, like a reward. <laughs> it's like my good guys are gonna be good all right Fuck, it's like finally. banana bread at work bro um but yeah let's talk about some names let's talk about more importantly right now trav i want to talk about some guys that i need you to tell me if we trust them all i right. need you to i need you and i to talk about can we trust these guys starting off with our number one favorite little munchkin kyler murray against those philly philadelphia eagles um he's you know, he's not been on fire um, the last three weeks. He's been meh. Um, he's not so, winning you weeks. No, he's just But he's just not a guy. losing you weeks. It's that, yeah, that rushing floor, he's still talented. The secondary, 
it's kind of one of those matchups, Trav, where he doesn't necessarily have the weapons to necessarily take care of or take advantage of a beat up or otherwise. He's not throwing for 300 yards. Um, probably he hasn't, not. He hasn't yet. He's not going to with this group. His number one weapon is a tight end. After that, it's a running back. It's ugly. Um, but if he doesn't run sure. for a touchdown yeah. and he's not throwing for 300, there's a hard ceiling there. Yes, he'll have the right. floor of 15 points. But if I have two good options, if I have a Matthew Stafford and a Kyler yeah. or a Purdy and a Kyler, For I'm sure. going with the other option. Tua at Baltimore. Mm, our favorite Hawaiian. Tua, Alabama. If I can put him on the bench, I would do it. Jalen Waddle is not going to play. Mm. Ravens just killed Brock Purdy. Tyreek to the moon. Tyreek will eat, but he won't have 300 yards. Tyreek? Tyreek will not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's um, gonna have 300 yards. He's not Amari Cooper. Damn right. I think Baltimore. that's something that everybody can agree on: is a Tyreek Hill is not Amari Cooper. Baltimore only gives up 17.3 points per game to quarterback on the road mm. in Baltimore, coming off of a feasting of San Francisco. Oof. I am yeah. very nervous for Tua this week. Yeah, um, this isn't exactly what you want. Um, if you have Tua on your roster and he's someone you have to start, um, Baltimore, like you said, um, not exactly giving up massive performances to the quarterback position and Tua's not a runner. So, you know, you lose a weapon for Tua granted his, uh, his superpower just so happens to be Tyreek Hill and that's, you know, he'll be playing. I, I, I'm not going to say Tua is a, you know, you can't start obviously because anytime you have that weapon you can, but I expect this to be more of a, um, more on the ground game. I think a lot of Mostert. I think it, look, I think lower Tua scoring fi- than, than we would like. Yeah, for sure. I think two is going to end up as you know quarterback 15 on the week. Um, yeah. It's I, the I championship. Yeah. Like I said, you can start him in a two quarterback super flex, but other than that, he's not going to be a guy this week. That's going to win you the ring. I agree. Somebody who's been absolutely in fuego, as we like to say here, yeah, he's Joe Flacco. Absolutely. Joe Flacco's been balling Flacco'd. his dick off. <laughs> How many? Mm, that beard? Doesn't matter. He's his letting age? that bitch fly. The yeah. New York Jets <laughs> giving up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks on the season at just Damn 16 right. a game. However, Joe Flacco was QB1 on the week last week. Travis said, I'm fading all Browns weapons. <laughs> Houston shows up big time at home with a playoff spot on the line. I believe what you said was Cleveland is in trouble. In this Cleveland <laughs> was in trouble. Um, and then the game started and they were not in trouble. I hope you didn't listen to me because uh, Njoku, Amari Cooper, Jerome Ford, Joe Flacco, <laughs> everybody ate. Houston did not show up at home. No. But, Golly. Dustin, does Joe Flacco versus the Jets' defense go over or under 20? Another one. Yeah, he's going to go over 20. Um, You're still think. in. Joe Flacco or Tua? This is a revenge game. I'm going Joe Flacco over Tua. Absolutely. Joe Flacco or Kyler? Uh, I'm going to go Joe Flacco. All right. All right. We're firing up Joe well, fucking Flacco. If, if Amari Cooper's not playing, I need <laughs> to kind of are. revise. If Amari Cooper, the GOAT, the guy He'll who, play. Yeah, if he if he does play, oh, look, I don't care. I'm still playing Joe Flacco. That he's too hot right now. Well, no, you're not playing him if Amari's out. Oh no, no, if he's out, okay, then no. Um, but if Amari Cooper plays the goat wide receiver, 
Um, then yeah, uh, I think <laughs> the real Tyreek. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Rice reincarnate. Yeah, absolutely. Joe Flacco is a must start. <laughs> that was nuts. Um, Amari Cooper led all receivers and targets last week. Not a shocker. Unbelievable. 15. One player in the NFL had more targets than Amari Cooper. Who was it? One person had more, more targets. You know what? I actually don't even need to look this up. Um, are you talking about wide receivers or just players? Only one player in the in the league oh, yeah, had Brees more Hall. targets. Brees, Brees Hall. Hall with 16 yeah. targets. If you survived yeah. what was the New York Jets this the year. apocalypse. Yeah. And you have Brees for the, these last two weeks and now going into 17. It's, uh, it's looking great. Brees Hall yeah. with a 50 burger. Goodness. Um, it's beautiful. That'll transition us into running backs. Ramondre Hell Stevenson yeah. announced that he is on IR. He did not announce it himself. Or maybe he, he actually did. came out. He actually delivered the, the press conference himself. And then Rappaport said officially official and made it official. Oh, well, which then, is our yeah, favorite concrete. Our favorite yeah. notification every mm-hmm. day is yeah. here's the news. And then 10 minutes later, it's now yeah. official. Yeah. And then 10 Just minutes as later, we reported it. It's officially right. official. <laughs> Zeke Elliott versus Buffalo, RB32 week 15, (sighs) RB10 last week. He will be RB what this week versus Buffalo? Oh, versus Buffalo. Man, Buffalo has been middle of the pack against running backs. Um, Actually, I'll take that back. They've been actually pretty incredible over the last five weeks. (laughs) They've gotten Um, it together. They've gotten it together. Um, This is always a weird matchup. Um, I mean, where is this game at? It's actually in Buffalo, so... You know um, yeah. he'll touch the ball 15 times. He's going to touch the ball 15 times. I don't think he is a top. I think he falls outside the top 20 running backs this week. Okay. So he's flex, not in yeah, the RB2 category. Flex him. Sure. If he has a touchdown, awesome. If not, he's going to be, I don't know, flex fodder. You know, who cares? I agree. I think in PPR formats with no touchdown, yeah. you're looking at 10 points. Probably, yeah. Not, 60 yards. not, not sixteen points. No, he has to get no. a score to go over fifteen. Get in the Zamir end White. If Josh Jacobs misses, Dustin, Ooh, the Colts if, give if... up the third most fantasy points per game to running back at twenty-two. Zamir White had twenty-two carries for hundred and forty-five last week. If Jacobs is out, is he a must start? Yes, um, I, I think so. Um, honestly, because if you have, if you had Jacobs, you probably need a running back. And Zemir White's probably that guy. He, I, you know, I'm not going to start him as like a top 10, you know, over the top 10 normal guys. Um, but Zemir White in this week, uh, he's going to be a running back too. And that offense, look, that we that awful stat that came out that in the first quarter, Aiden O'Connell had 62 pass yards. And then in the third, four, or the second, third, and fourth quarters, he had zero passing right. yards. You, you can't win like that. Fortunately, the Colts do give up points. Why can't you? If you can beat Mahomes like that, you know what? I don't have an argument for that. That's that's fair. <laughs> They're not going to do that shit again. That was not sometimes football don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, Zamir White or Devon Achan versus Dallas. Who? Um, Devon Achan is actually facing Baltimore. Um, so you're right. Who's Dallas playing? Oh, Detroit. Yeah, Dallas. That was another tough Detroit. matchup. Um, yeah, I would Baltimore I would, about just I would say they're maybe goodness. harder than Dallas. Right you now. asking me about Achan right now. I guess I'll go if you need a safe floor, then go with Zamir White. 
If if you if you if you're projected to what lose, has this world come to? If you're projecting to lose and you need that home run play, you have. I would go with HM. I would I would do it. I will do. I I can't play. I can't sit Devon HM. It's one play and it's seventy yards. To sure, house. but like he, you know, he gives the ceiling you, you know, is so high. He can give you four points though. You know, he gives he can give you four points and it's like. That's true. All right. Uh, last running back on the list is Gus Ooh. Edwards, Mr. Okay. Touchdown or Bust. Always yes. has, always will be. It is who That's he right. is. The yardage totals are just not there. But yeah. in short yardage situations, Gus does get in the end zone. I will ask you to rank these guys in a rough one-minute span here. We don't need to go on a rant. Okay. Gus okay. Edwards, Jerome Ford, Jalen Warren. Who and why? Okay, so Ford against the Jets, Gus against the Dolphins, and then Warren. Who's he playing? Who is? Who are the Steelers playing this week? They play tomorrow, I think. Oh yeah, they. Uh, no. Oh no, they don't. No, that's no. They play Seattle. They play Seattle this week. Um. Okay, so on that, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, I'm gonna go with. Gus, I'm going to go. Yeah, just in that order. Gus, Ford, then Warren. All right. Ford against the Jets. Yes. All right. And then Warren against Seattle. Gus Edwards. I mean, he's gone over 60 yards like four times on the year. That's right. And yeah. played in every game. So he's, it's... He's, he has to fall in the end. He's, he he's looks, not falling because he's a big motherfucker and he's he running. He looks in. good though when he's on the he field. Look, they they throw in the ball still. He 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 has good burst and this offense is going to move the ball. I like that. Look, all of right. all the we're offenses, in, we're in on Gus. Yeah, let's let's don't make it complicated. You um, have four easy plays that yeah, we shouldn't speaking, think about twice. Speaking of not making it complicated, Brock Purdy is an easy play against Washington. Everybody's a great play against Washington. Um, it's almost like there's no one on the field keeping them from the end zone. They might as well they might as well not show up. Um, so Brock Purdy, DeAndre Swift versus Arizona, going to be a smash matchup. Uh, Mike Evans versus New Orleans with no Lattimore. Um, I like Mike Evans in that game. Baker has looked good. He trusts Mike. Congratulations to Mike on going another season, a thousand plus yards, and then of course DK Metcalf. What is that? Nineteen in a row? Uh thirty-four actually. Thirty-four Jesus. seasons in a row. That's impressive. Um, for Mike Evans, thousand uh, yards and DK Metcalf versus Pittsburgh. I think DK. Um, look, Pittsburgh actually gives up a ton of yards to the tight end, um, big body guys. There's not a good notable tight end for the the uh seahawks and not a noah fan fan nah i mean he'll have like four targets for 36 yards go you know go noah but can't play um dk metcalf yeah uh you can't stop that man and especially with minka banged up in that secondary not looking good um i'm all in on dk all right i love the list the next segment is called give me one reason i'm not gonna sing the song i forgot who it's by just give uh, me no i wasn't thinking nope. that it was give me one reason to stay oh uh okay give me one reason right. to stay here oh and right. yeah i'll turn yeah. right okay i don't know mm, okay um well, new anyway, york here's, jets here's versus Cle- <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been better at wonderwall <laughs> that was atrocious new york jets versus cleveland 
Dustin, I will Ooh. phrase the question. You answer the question. Love it. The Jets beat Cleveland because blank. The Jets beat Cleveland because... Brees Hall gets a lot of opportunities, and the Browns turn the ball over. All right, um, and Cleveland beats New York if and because of? Cleveland beats New York because Flacco completes deep balls, and New York realizes that they still don't have a quarterback um, and can't get past the 50. I like Cleveland in this one as well. Yep. Detroit beats Dallas if what? much like the previous game we just talked about if Dak is turnover prone um and the passing game cannot get going detroit has been um popular to throw against but if they can't get it going in this game uh the running game should be shut down um by detroit i think detroit wins if and only if they somehow contain cd lamb at home back in dallas i think the cowboys yeah. get a very message sending win versus detroit um interesting dallas beats detroit if what dustin dallas beats detroit if cd lamb gets going um and <laughs> okay. also uh if for some reason the running game doesn't get going for detroit um i don't trust jared goff to bring his team back i don't either not against dallas uh, new england beats buffalo if uh. what I and Hell here's here's over. here's yeah I was gonna say here's a caveat. <laughs> These don't have to be so realistic. If you want to throw some sure. personality in here and tell me what sure. has to happen, because you genuinely think yeah. there's no shot, <clears throat> you can get creative. Yeah. This is what I, you do. I think I think New England wins this game if we get vintage Zeke. Um, Zeke goes and gives us a couple of crazy hurdles and some stiff arms dudes into hell. Um, I think there's a chance, you know, if, if we just get vintage Belichick in here, just absolutely mauling um, Josh Allen. Absolutely. Um, other than that, not going to happen. How about five feet of snow the day before the game and during the game? Sure. Um, yeah. Now we five, got a shot. Five feet of snow and then the refs I would also barely don't make it to the game. That. I may not sure. see over the snow if it's five feet. <laughs> it's yeah it's, like it's you'll tough. see the tops of my shoulder pads in my helmet yep but as far as i don't my eye level i guess my eye level is probably five five so maybe i'd see two inches over the snow okay um okay. buffalo smashes new england this week and i think probably. it's because stefan Diggs gets right finally mm. but mm. i think james cook bounces back and has another 20 point night all right. All by right, night, I mean good. noon. By by yeah, night, yeah. I mean at 12 noon. Yeah, he has a big noon. He has a big noon this game. Yep. Atlanta beats Chicago if? Um, if Arthur Smith retires. Um, that's, <laughs> that is how they win the game. That's honestly Why the game the plan. Um, you want to win? Fire me. <laughs> fire me, please. I like the... the yeah, if... <laughs> He uh yeah the the Falcons win this game if Arthur Blank turns on the TV fires him mid game and decides I'll coach the team, um that's how they win. They're not beating Chicago. No, I don't think so. The Bears Imagine are hot. Justin L. Fields is him so hot, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Uh, the Bears win because of what? Oh God, just a sexy man, just a beautiful, beautiful specimen at quarterback. Over um, under twenty five. Uh, no, he's definitely younger than 25, um, for sure. 
Um, yeah, I'll take the points for sure. Yeah, he's definitely younger. Um, but Justin Fields over, uh, <laughs> over. I want some confidence from the Bears fan. Okay. I have a lot of Justin Fields. I need yeah. to know when I go to sleep tomorrow. Yeah, Here's or tonight. Justin Fields is from Georgia. Okay, he's a, he's and it's in Chicago. Um, but he's from Georgia. He wants to put it on these Falcons for passing him up in the draft. Yeah, he's he's going to go off in this game. I have okay. no doubt about it. All right, we need to go quicker with these. Sure. One reason I will I will keep my my okay. jargon to myself. Bring it. Vegas beats the Colts if what? They complete any passing yards in the second through fourth quarter. Okay. Indy beats Vegas if what? Um they score more points than the Raiders, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think the Rams beat the Giants if Matthew Stafford does not get hurt in the first quarter. Okay. Okay. If he's healthy, and even if Cooper Cup were to go out or Puka were sure. to go out, if Stafford is healthy, they win. Yeah. The Giants can beat the Rams if, it, if Saquon Barkley. I'll 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 say the Rams are actually I think the number one run D as far as fantasy points allowed to running backs. If Saquon Barkley is bottled up, they have no shot. If Saquon can go for another 20, 25-point day, this comes down to the fourth quarter. For sure. I agree. Uh, I Expectations think gonna, for yeah. Tyrod, because there's some super flex leagues where I'm having to start Tyrod. I like Tyrod in this game. I think um, 17 to 20 is a, is a fair line. I was going to say 15 to 18, but sure. That's pretty um, close, Dustin. Yeah, it... I half of he's... half of the window I gave is the same window you gave. Wow, I guess we're like one big old friendship <laughs> Venn diagram. That makes me feel nice. This is this is what the holiday season's about. Don't get sappy on me, Dustin. Brings us together. All right, Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> Bring They're it. not winning this game. But if they were to win this game, how are they going to do it? Marcus Mariota plays. Um, that's okay. how they win. Um, Philadelphia wins in large part because of what? The running game, for sure. DeAndre Absolutely. Swift. DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he'll be the reason they win. Saints and Tampa. This is a real toss-up. I think Oof. Tampa wins this game. I think they do it because of Mike Evans. This feels like such a trap game almost, where it's like the you know Tampa Bay has been hot. They're coming in. They're leading the division. And then for whatever these this just feels like a Derek Carr what the fuck are you doing winning this game to muddy up this division and you know new orleans becomes first place so do we see john cena in this one can you even see him uh you really can't um, and his name is john cena Taysom yeah. hill has been way too quiet yeah, the uh, last that's because he's 56 years old um <laughs> he didn't but yeah what ha you know you said something for a minor rant here you said something on Sunday that was, yeah, or maybe two Sundays ago. We need to start talking about aging of players in season. Yes, absolutely. I don't know about that because if somebody like Eckler, he went, I think he sure. was a top five running back three weeks in a row. Two right. weeks later, yeah, the clip comes out of him running up the sideline, which ended up being too much tape on his ankle, according to him. Buy it if you sure. want. He didn't just get slow and 
fall off after three top five weeks. Sure. Ten days later, it doesn't happen that fast. So by in-season aging, hmm. what do you mean? You would have said this about Cooper Cup, and then he came back and had two or three top five games down the stretch. I mean, yeah, it was more of a curiosity point for me because, you know, you watch some games, you see Eckler have a, a couple games, you're like, man, he looks he looks pretty banged up, you know, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, it's a, where it's like, how, how do players age? Do we know that, like, okay, going from season to season, you know, go, guys going from his 27 to 28-year-old season, there right. could be a fall off. We saw it with, you know, the it always comes back to mind of David Johnson, you know, looking rough, but then there was that one play where he just strung out a run to the sidelines and just could not get around the edge anymore. It's kind of like that where it's like, okay, I'm more interested to see how these players age, not just when. You know, is, is it more of a, okay, this guy can't get around the edge anymore, so it's got to be more up-the-gut runs, and then you're talking about no more explosive plays, even when he's catching balls. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of more interested in seeing how Eckler, um, Eckler does um, in terms of – we talk about Eckler, but you mentioned Cooper Cup as well. Um, not to go on a big diatribe about or, this this point. Or Zeke. Uh, I mean, sure. people last year at the end of Dallas' season were saying, yeah. Zeke is done, done. Untouchable. I mean, and now he's he was a t- he was top 15 yeah. running back. Well, sure. He was RB10 this past week at the yeah, he, end of another season. Yeah, he's getting a ton of volume. Um, and that There's too many see. factors, I think, to say people sure. age that quick. Like, I think there's I mean, more examples of vets sure producing longer than it, the dynasty community wants to give them credit for or project them to then there are the julio jones yeah. that it's all of a sudden it's gone julio also left matt ryan changed teams sure. went to a different situation joined Tennessee, AARP. joined a running team yeah where they just yeah. give it to Derek. like there's other things that are going to affect it other than just he got old. Well, that's what that's 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 what I want to look at. I want, I want to take a look and see how these guys age. What do their efficiency numbers look like? You know, as the season goes on, and maybe maybe there's something there. Maybe there's not. It's just a question to ask. Um, All right, uh, Nicholas Ferguson, Nick to you, yep. says he loves you, but he should have listened to Travis last week on what I don't recall. Goff over Lawrence is what he means. Who balled out? Um, well, Goff had a really good game, and T-Law got beat the hell up. So, <laughs> Common theme for the Jags. We'll get to the Jaguars here in a little bit. We sure will. Um, I think that we move on from the Give Me One Reason segment. Sure. Let's, let's talk Because there's about too many games streamers. left, and we, we, we want to talk players here. And by players, I mean yes. defensive and special teams yeah, streamers of yeah. the week. <laughs> Let's talk the defensive players. We have so many and players as, to talk as about. As a unit, as a, the unit players, Las All Vegas. All 5% of our listeners that have a defense still in Hell their home yeah. league. Let's do you it. should be streaming one of these three if you don't have a good defense. Las Vegas has 12, 25, and 21 over the last three weeks. I picked them up yesterday. They were just sitting out there. Just go check. They get to face Minshew this week. Vegas is playing like rabid dogs. They're coming oh. after the quarterback. Pick sixes, fumbles, sacks. Vegas is going to produce defensive fantasy points. Number two, Kansas City. I think they're going to be livid 
very, very angry Chiefs team at home versus Jake Browning without Jamar yeah. Chase again. Yes, you're starting T. Higgins. You're probably having to flex or start mixing at your RB2 and hope for the touchdown. Yeah. But I think Kansas City gets after him. Yeah. Finally, your Chicago Bears defense over the last three months. I mean, uh, last four weeks. Over the last month, they've had 14, 14, 17, yeah. and three. But at home, having won three of the last four, playing like they're having fun, Whew. I think the Bears get after the Falcons, whether it's Ritter or Heineke this week. Yeah. Um, I don't care who is behind center. It don't matter. Chicago's winning that game. Um, and there's going to be turnovers. I, I, I believe it. I, man, I'm, if they win sucks. out, like if you if you're a Bears fan, yeah, and you guys win the rest of your games, how many two games left? Two games left, and you win yeah. five of the last six. Mm-hmm. How do you just move on from Justin Fields? Um, how do you by, end five yeah. of six? Like he was hurt for a month. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a huge talking point all season. It really um, is. If Carolina loses these last two games, um, boy, oh boy, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, I believe early, in too him. early to be tilting so hard. Um, I really, already. it is too early. But man, yeah, it's it's going to be rough for sure. All right, speaking of players, this is yeah. our last big picks segment of twenty twenty three. Unbelievable. We're already here. I think I think that our hit rate is about fifty percent, like most things in fantasy football. Yep. We're uh, really just flipping a coin and talking about why it's gonna flip. I'll start yeah. us off. Quarterback for me, big pick of the week is Brock Purdy. San Francisco is going to bounce back. I think they have forty points as a team this week. A lot of them Ooh. from the offense, maybe one or two touchdowns from the defense. I have a bold call. Actually, I have a bold call on all four of these picks. Brock is going to throw for four touchdowns. Washington is giving up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks wow. per game at 25 points a game. In step San Francisco with all the weapons. Brock trying to get back, get his confidence back. He seems like a guy who wouldn't lose it, but it's also, it's time to say like, hey, we're fine. Brock's still him. Here's four touchdowns for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Eric sure. trying to tell me Easton Stick, big pick. He's trying to trade me Easton Stick. If you have Heineke, are you trading a future second for Easton Stick as a QB2? No, there's no chance in hell. You just roll with Heineke, right? Sorry, Eric. Yeah. I have the support of my co-hosts. No deal. Yeah. Um, My big pick of the week is Ryan Tannehill. What against- the fuck? Against the Houston Texans. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to do one of these weeks again, huh? <laughs> Here we go. Where we look at the ranks and say, this guy's going to suck. Let's make him a big pick. Damn right. Tell um, me why. Tell me why. Look, he's had a terrible season. <laughs> Hold on. i got to compose myself. Um, we're, ending, look, we're ending 2023 big picks with Ryan Tannehill, quarterback. All right. I feel good about this one. I feel good about this one. Point blank, <laughs> you don't need to be a good quarterback to play well against the Texans okay um and Tennessee was able to play well against them it's mostly because the Texans give up a lot of points to the quarterback and except for Tennessee quarterbacks two weeks ago when Will Levis didn't throw for 200 yards in an overtime game well two weeks ago they, they actually gave up 26 points to the quarterback position thank you very much 
Who sir? did? The Texans against the Tennessee Titans. That's what they did. They gave up 20, 26 points to a quarterback? Yes. Oh, I didn't. Did Levis run for some? It, I'll, let me let me look. He up threw for stats. under 200 yards. Let me look it up. Let me look it up because now I've got it right here in front of me. Maybe I'm way wrong. Maybe my brain is is exhausted, but I don't think he threw for 200 yards against Houston. I think it was as I, close as you can possibly get. I think you're wrong. I think, oh, yeah, he had 25 yards rushing and a touchdown. That's what okay. it was. What did he throw still, for? Uh, he threw for a football game. That's where he threw for. But this is really entertaining stuff. Uh, 199. Was it, was it as, oh, 199. That's as close as 200 as you can get. I'm just going to yeah. pat my brain here. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm for, sick, and I know what Will Levis threw for two weeks ago. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, ha, if this man has a, a thing in for Will Levis, I'm over here getting So you're telling me Ryan Tannehill is going to run all over Houston because it's not going through the air? I think I think they'll be able to complete it through the air, too. Um, finger, roll, I, finger roll Tannehill. I feel like this is a vintage Tannehill game. That's just my just my two cents. I feel like this is the week for it. Is there a disclaimer that this could go horribly wrong? As with all of my picks, <laughs> as with all of mine that too. Disclaimer: <laughs> This could make be Brock good. Purdy your big pick and watch him throw four interceptions. It could all also right. be catastrophic. Running back, Let's talk running backs. One of your losing sucks all time favorite running backs, Travis Etienne. Mm. The Panthers give up the fourth most points per game to running backs, over twenty one points a week. Dustin, I did some digging on ETN and the correlation of what the fuck's going on with Jacksonville. <laughs> Perfect. Because they Both have sides. lost a lot of games recently. Weeks one through eight, Travis ETN got 18.9 carries per game. Beautiful. The Jags were six and two. Okay. And then they had a bye week. And then they came out of the bye week and from weeks 10 to 16... They gave him 12 carries a game, and they went 2-5. and five. So we'll hmm. give it to ETN six times less a game, and we'll flip our record, and now we fucking suck. <laughs> so Bro. do they give ETN the ball 18 to 20 times and beat Carolina? I do think that will happen. Big time get right game. My call is 120 total yards and one to two touchdowns. ETN's a top five running back this week. Uh, that's, that's not surprising. Um, that's really not surprising. ETN, I mean, yeah, he's, he's kind of not been as touchdown, um, happy the last handful of games, but I think he gets back. I think this is a, a game where they're going to need to rely on him. My big pick at the running back position is none other than James Connor. I know, look, it's a scary matchup. It's Philly, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. Philly has not been this dominant force against running backs that we think they have been um, these last few weeks. Um, over the last five games, they've actually given up some pretty usable weeks for the running back position. Listen to listen to some of these uh, these performances as I list them off here. Um, you had Dallas go for twenty four points to the running back position. Seattle twenty one. You know Saquon went for twenty or the running back position for the Giants went for twenty two points. Um, James Conner last week. Um, was the running back five. So I think he's one of the rare guys in the league that are kind of game script proof where it's if they're le if they're in the game, they're going to run it with them, throw it to him. If they're trailing, he gets a lot of dump off passes. 
And like we mentioned before, it's kind of Trey McBride and no one else because Hollywood yeah. Brown's not really a factor right now. Um, James Conner, I, I really like him in this game. He's a sneaky play, and I think he's going to easily be a top 10 play. Connor is so much better as a player than I ever give him credit for. Yeah. I like when I see him on the opposing team's roster, it does not scare me. I'm like, oh, yes, they have Connor. Awesome, and then he perfect. puts up 17 over and over again. Like he just finds a way to produce points. Yeah. I wish I had more of James Connor. He's just one of those guys that I'm like, it doesn't do it for me. Um, Drunk on Broad podcasts. We do a little fantasy segment for them each week, almost every week. Sometimes I miss it, but for the <laughs> most part, we're there and they have a great show, highly entertaining. They talk all Philly sports, but predominantly the Eagles during football season. I appreciate our friendship with them. I am in their home league and am in the finals. The one seed has not been knocked off yet, Hell so yeah. we'll see if we get uh, I did lose Hawkins in there, so we'll see if Kincaid Oof. can get back on track and help me out. But uh, thanks for coming by, Drunk on Broad. All right, I'm moving on to wide receiver. And this... Let's do it. This next five minutes is going to be one of my favorite five minutes of the season. <laughs> okay. Um, Rashi Rice. Oh, here we go. Out of SMU literally 0.2 miles from where I sit right now is the campus is the stadium that Rashi Rice built. Wow. Let's talk about Rashi Rice. Dustin, who has more red zone targets than Rashi Rice this year? Three names, like... three names in the NFL at receiver CD yep. lamb. Yep. Tyreek Hill and Amon Ross St. Brown. Wow. That's and the Ron... end of the list. Rashi's better than all of them. He's all getting them. red zone targets at an elite level with Travis Kelsey on the field. Yeah. It's not like Kelsey's missed time and he's the guy. He's still been the number two and he's still getting looked at. Follow-up question. Who has more red zone touchdowns than Rasheed Rice this season through 16 weeks? The list doesn't hmm. exist. Because nobody <laughs> has more red zone touchdowns than Rashi Rice at five. Oh boy. <laughs> I hear all off season about, yeah, he's got targets, but they're not valuable targets. And people want to, to chop up numbers about, well, he's not getting looked at in the end zone, the red zone. This guy is. He is the next CD Lamb. I called it a month ago. Oh, Since boy. then, he's. The targets in I think he's like number six or seven in targets over the last seven weeks. He's getting absolutely locked in on by pretty good quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. Uh, and man. we said, and we said, I don't think Travis Kelsey's done, but we we did say that eventually, when that slowdown happens, there needs to be a new guy. Rasheed Rice yeah. is that guy. I would still be trying to buy in Dynasty. I know people are terrified of, oh, they're going to add somebody who runs better routes. Yeah. He's him. <laughs> Maybe his routes get better, but he has everything that they want. And the trust of Patrick Mahomes being the most important. The For numbers sure. back it up. Targets, end zone targets, red zone touchdowns. Okay. Rashi Rice, my big pick of the week. I think the Chiefs 
put up a very clean and precise offensive attack this week. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. That's fair. I might um, buy a Rashi Rice jersey out this year. I think you should. I think you I think I have to. to. Put it up on the wall. Um my wide receiver big pick of the week is Chris Olave against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um right, quite frankly, I mean it, it's a lot at stake here. You know, division, I mean granted it's uh right now they're below 500. Um these Saints are but they're they're battling for for first place and that's what matters. Um, Tampa Bay all season long though has let wide receivers do pretty much what they want. Seven of the last ten games for Tampa Bay, they allowed other teams' wide receivers to score twenty plus points, um, including the last three games. So, um, especially with Chris Olave coming off a thirteen target, um, one hundred twenty three yard performance, and that's without a touchdown. I expect this one to be bearing a little bit more fruit for Chris Olave. Like I said, I think this is just a weird Derek Carr, really efficient game so uh chris olave i'm gonna be my big pick do you think the saints find a way to win this game i do oh man i could see it yeah chris olave this past week it was one of the only games i watched but it felt like every time he was targeted he was wide ass open right I don't know if he's just putting people in a blender or they're designing things beautifully, but like there was a 10 yard bubble around him all game. Like Cooper cup, like Chris Olave is nice. He is very nice. Tight end. Uh, don't know if you heard of this guy, but he's up and coming. The soon to be 35 year old Travis Kelsey. Wow. What a hard pick for a big pick of the week. Bold move. 10-plus catches, two touchdowns, and at least 10 to 12 wow. points between Kelsey and any other tight end this week is the call. Holy I think this shit. is a take the horse <laughs> cock out of your football pants, <laughs> lay God. it on the table, and let the world know I'm still him. Watch me and Rashid combine oh, for my. four touchdowns this week. I just I think the Chiefs go ham this week. I think the Chiefs and the Niners. Okay. If your fantasy team has a couple of Chiefs and a couple of Niners on it, congratulations on your championship. You played it well. Holy cow. It's like that. All right. I I can appreciate it. Um my big pick of the week is Travis Kelsey's penis. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I kid. I I I say joke. Kind of, kind of. <laughs> my my big pick of the week at the tight end position is none other than Darren Waller of the New York Giants. He's facing the Rams. We t- kind of talked about him a little bit brief um, earlier, but the game's in New York, and Tyrod is going to be preparing as the starter all week. In the two games, Tyrod was his quarterback. He saw a total of 15 targets for 141 yards and a touchdown. So I like this matchup. The Rams have given up 20-plus points to the tight end in three of their last five, and the Rams have been also terrible against fantasy wide receivers. And since the Giants don't have any fantasy wide receivers, I think this is the Darren Waller show. So I like the call. Stars are aligning, and I think Darren Waller smash spot here. Top three week incoming. Yeah, for sure. I like it. For sure. That's it. It's kind of what is it? Is it though? 
We can hang out if people have a couple questions. We have a couple yeah, extra I'm, minutes. I'm here for the questions. I'm here. Trade questions, dynasty questions, start sit questions, personal questions about Dustin's life. Yeah. Um, Ask me anything you want about my life. It's an open book. Dustin, while we wait for a couple questions that may or yeah. may not be showing up. Sure. What is one or two of your favorite moments of this fantasy season? <sighs> of the fantasy season? You know, that's a good question. Um, as the comments roll in, I think it's been just the man. That's that's. I don't want to just do the Homer thing, but I think watching some of the. I love the rookies coming in. I like watching the story arcs. I love the what ifs. Um, you know, I, I like. <laughs> I got a you question know, in here. Anthony Richardson is is fun to watch. I'm excited to watch him next year. Um, but just, you know, um, it's these, these alternate like realities that we find ourselves in. It's like, um, these microcosmic, you know, like Aaron Rodgers missing the season. You don't ever see something like this. It's like absolute chaos, you know? Um, so you're just, liking what happened with all the quarterback injuries. Yeah. It, it makes things interesting. It just, you know, other than like, you know, supporting the narrative that I like, guess it's important to have great backups and, you know, really develop quarterbacks like this it's you know i like like perfect example the pittsburgh steelers they should be a four win team with the kind of luck and talent that they've had but somehow because of the coaching the strong nature of that team they're in it you know so it's it's just i don't know it's stuff like that that i like to see i like it. we um, have some questions here yeah pittsburgh or chicago defense i think hmm. they're both gonna say chicago yeah chicago chicago at me. home Atlanta's quarterback yep. situations in flux, regardless gonna, of who starts. You're gonna have you're gonna have turnovers. Um, Bob asks, "What flavor Waterloo?" Um, Bob, I'm rocking a peach. Peach is good. Peach is good. They have a uh, an orange vanilla, which I didn't think would be great. It is I good. Tried it, and it's so good. The only Waterloo that I don't like is the spiced apple. I don't like the spiced apple one. I couldn't get behind the blackberry lemon either. Oh, that's my favorite. It blackberry was like my lemonade? taste buds were expecting something else. I don't know what it was. Maybe I need a second okay. try. Okay. Bob, if Justin Fields goes to Atlanta. Atlanta, what does it do to Pitts and Bijan value? Um I think it only has to help. Um I think yeah. Justin Fields would be head and shoulders above what they have right now and he runs the ball and Arthur Smith if he's there loves to run the ball jacob he has Fabian. shown that he likes tight end yeah he and cole Komet have a great rapport um yeah real question sure. from me is what does it do to Janu? oh goodness um that's not something that anybody ever has to worry about who who is why he do leaving we care? there no he's probably under contract but like who why didn't why he get a didn't he get a massive deal I don't know if it's massive. With New England? Oh, yeah. With New England, yes. It was like, I don't know, it was like 40 something? Years, 40 something million dollars. I'm like, oh, okay. That was when that was when John <laughs> New was going to be like the cream of the crop of the tight. It was it was the John New Hunter Henry class, and they took them both. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, four years, 50 million. Jesus. And then they also signed Gasicki and said, was it Gasicki or Henry? It was Henry. It was Henry. Henry, okay. Yeah. And then this this year signed Gasicki and, and he doesn't even see it. Right. Look. Um 
Jacob asks, Ridley or Lockett, half point PPR? This is not a tough decision, Jacob. You know the I, answer to this. Yeah, I go Lockett. Why? Because I don't think I don't think T Law plays. I didn't know that. If he doesn't I, yeah. play, maybe we have a discussion here. Calvin Ridley just went off. He did. Um, if you have somebody to go for twenty six or whatever he went for, and then yeah. you bench them, for sure, you got some nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any that that I need your help with. I mean, if you want, you could just sit all your good players in our championship matchup. <laughs> if that's something that you're into. Um, what would you say is a successful return if you're in fourteen championship games? Okay. What would you be happy with come next Tuesday or Monday? Because there's not a I Monday feel, night game this week. Really? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Sunday's it. Okay. Wow. Um, I would say if you have like five of five championships, I feel like you're doing really well. If you um, win five of fourteen, yeah. Winning, like if you, I'd say over. If you're winning over a quarter of your leagues, then sure, that's awesome. Yes, yes. At the beginning of the season, yes. But now yeah. that fourteen of them are playing, yeah. This weekend, if I win one out of every three, I, I mean, I granted, if you're there and what? What do you What do you want me to say? If you win half of them, it's awesome. Like. Half, I mean, half would be average. I feel like I would be upset if I don't win 10 out of 14. Oh, wow. Okay, that's... Not like mad, mad, wow. but like sure. I feel like I will have left left some meat on the bone. Oh, for sure. I'm saying... Seven, like, I'll be content. Anything I'm less thinking, than seven is a disaster. Oh, I think if you win five and you cover all, like you win enough to just cover your leagues. There's yeah, only that's... me and one other person. It's not like I'm playing <laughs> next year's where I'm going against three people and you, you need right. to win five. Right. Right. It's me versus one other guy. <laughs> if I win 30% of them, don't tell me okay. you'd be happy. Losing sucks. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. All right. Going into really? the year. Yes. You win 25% of the leagues. You did great. Yeah. I feel um, like my expectations have been beat so low now. I'm just like, hey, if we yeah. get, if we get a participation <laughs> trophy, it's great. We can still put that on the shelf. If I could just get one with a little soccer player on top, you know, the really <laughs> short ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But when you look back uh, at it, like 27 leagues. Yeah. Like at this point, I'm saying it's if so I win many. eight, if I win eight to ten, I'll be really happy. If I win seven of them, like yeah, that's 25 percent. That is. So, that but is. knowing, but knowing that I'm in 14, like the, the expectations right. and the hopes change. It's been a very, it. very lucky, lucky year. Like my, yeah, injury luck has been insane. Mine has also been insane, but the other way. Yeah, <laughs> um, especially in the home league, you lost. Yeah, when you lose JJ for the time, JJ, that you, did, you lose Fields. What do you do? It, it gets <laughs> what, out of what hand. Do you, what do you do? Lost Richardson. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? We finally got here. You know, it's championship weekend. This is this is awesome. Uh, get, you know, get some time to reflect on the season. You know, gear up for the off-season mode. You know, rookie we drafts are right around the corner, everybody. Man. We really do appreciate it's, everybody yeah. that's listened, even to one yeah. second of a show. We do this for fun. We do not make money on this at this yeah. point in our careers. 
but we do have a lot of fun and what makes it fun is talking football and talking shit with y'all so i really appreciate it you could be doing anything else right now but you chose to listen to a few seconds of losing sucks incorporated that's right i appreciate it man this has been awesome thank y'all for listening um we'll we'll still be around um make sure you're shooting us messages follow us on twitter at losing sucks um i guess until next time man um Season Good luck, three. people. Season three. Go get that in, shit. In the books, win some rings. Mo- now more than ever, losing sucks. Don't do it. <laughs>